Welcome to another fun-filled edition of Dimes and Dozens. I am here in my bunker hiding away from all the Twitter, Twitter trolls. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. I'm just at my apartment like I always am in Tolliver. I, I take it you're also at your apartment. Nothing's changed on that front. Yep. Still at my apartment. Exciting. I know um, the pandemic is over. Um, but I'm it's still over. Here. There are no more cases. <laughs> That's I it. had to return something at the Americana today, which is like, why did you go to the Americana on a Sunday, Claire? That's not <laughs> smart. Um, but yeah. I just had to return something and it was like pure chaos and it made me so anxious. I'm vaccinated and like, you know, mm-hmm. immune and whatever, or as immune as you can be, but it was crazy crowded yeah. Like I would say half the people walking around because it's an outdoor mall for those of the for those of the listeners who don't live in L.A. and don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the, the kind of mall where like the you walk around outside and then go in the stores. But like I would say half the people were wearing masks mm-hmm. at the Wait, most. Is the Amer- is the Americana? That's not the Galleria. That's a different place. No, the Where's Galleria it? is like the Glendale. jankier one across. No, they're both in Glendale. <laughs> oh, okay, the Galleria gotcha. is the jankier one across the street, and the Americana is owned by the people who own the Grove, and it's like a fancy, oh. like upscale mall. Wow. Okay. <laughs> The more no you know. The it's more like, you know. It's actually delightful when it's not a pandemic because there's like a fountain and there's music and mm-hmm. like. You know, it's a very nice, just like the Grove. It's a very nice experience. But today it was pure chaos, mask off, like future, just fucking crazy. And also just so crowded. And like, I think I just have developed like slight agoraphobia, maybe from spending a year indoors because I, I didn't really have anything to be afraid of from being around all these people, but it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, anyway, all that is to say people in Glendale definitely think the pandemic's over. Yeah, absolutely. Like over, I mean, over. I, I bet if... Well, I don't know. I just I feel like Americans, you, like you see people online, like I don't know, I'm, I'm hesitant and whatnot. But let's be honest here: every mall is going to be super packed as soon as everything can be open. Every bar is going to be super packed. Like we're we're saying we're hesitant, but you know, you know us. Yeah. You know us. We're Americans. Come on. <laughs> we don't think about the future. Everyone's going to act a fool. Yeah. That's the last thing we think about. <laughs> um. But yeah, speaking of how fucked up people are in this country, I had oh, an interesting yeah. week. Yeah, wow. wanted to just touch to just touch on that, um, mm-hmm. just because I don't know. I just need to like girl process what <laughs> occurred. I guess yeah. I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. But um, mm-hmm. quick rundown. So Paul George. So Carl, let me go back for even further. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns posted an Instagram post of him getting the vaccine. Yes, and Paul George commented on it, and. Listen, I've I read some of the millions of tweets that I got, so I know. Yes, I know they're friends. Yes, I know it was probably an inside joke. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just prefacing this, but so he commented like, "I heard it makes your feet shrink with like, or like your foot smaller or something mm. like that with like a embarrassed or like you know bashful emoji or whatever that emoji is with the big mm-hmm. eyes and red cheeks." Yeah, and I posted a tweet. And with a screenshot of that comment and I was just like, Paul George can't be serious right now. Not meaning like I really thought that he thinks that the vaccine makes your feet smaller and was like sharing that information with Carl Towns. Like I'm going to give him enough credit to believe that he knows that that's (laughs) not true. I meant like you can't be serious, Paul George, that you're commenting a joke about COVID on Carl Anthony Towns Instagram, someone who has been absolutely devastated by the disease, who lost his mom and like seven or eight other family members. Um, And I discovered after that tweet that um, 
Paul George has like really devout stance. <laughs> I had no idea yeah. that first of all, that he even really had like super fans. Mm-hmm. And second of all, that they were so voracious and yeah. feral. I think is the word I would yeah, like to use. Yeah, the word for sure. <laughs> um, I ended up muting the tweet and also turning off my notifications and then just like leaving Twitter for a, for a little bit yeah. um, because in that order because it just got so crazy. But um, they, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of like Napoleon complex or something maybe like mm-hmm. because Paul George is so shitted on. Um to put it delicately <laughs> with two d's shitted shitted on yeah um and because he's choked in every important moment in his career like Absolutely. maybe they are feel like they're always on the defensive mm-hmm. um but yeah i it's it was it was shocking to me a just like how angry they were <laughs> just that i was like hey paul george this is like such a stupid thing i wasn't like paul george you yeah. know um like should retire from basketball exactly. or anything. Yeah. I just said, well, I did say one kind of mean thing, which in retrospect, it <laughs> wasn't the nicest, but I said a follow-up tweet where I was like, um, Paul George just keeps giving us more reasons to hate him, even though we didn't ask for them. And that's like the pinnacle of generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was Petty. probably not very nice. <laughs> I probably could have kept that one to myself, but like, I still like, I didn't say anything like super crazy controversial. I don't think. And yeah. I think his fans are just like very, um, yeah. Rabid. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just keep thinking of like, just like dogs, dogs <laughs> that have been, yeah. yeah, that are foaming, literally foaming at the mouth. Um, yeah. It, this yeah. was honestly the um, pathetic. This was pathetic. This, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, trying to think of a different yeah, word. Is that's just what it is? Um, <clears throat> first thoughts. I mean, I have many. Yeah. Um, oh, go off. <laughs> first I thoughts. I would love to hear them. You all are not Paul George fans. Let's be honest, because that is not a thing. Not a thing. I'm sorry. You you literally just saw like a woman on the internet having an opinion about, you know, someone, I guess, and, and didn't want Paul George to be canceled or something like that. And they and just out of nowhere started, you know, like put on this cape of fandom that you didn't wear prior to today. I don't believe it. I don't I'm not buying it because these people have never been, you know, have never existed prior to that tweet. Right. Um, Where second, were you when I was straight up? like obliterating the Clippers after they lost to the Nuggets. Like I was was laughing to myself because I was thinking like of all of my Clippers slander, this (laughs) is so delicate compared to my general like standard issue making fun of the Clippers on Twitter. Well, I, I uh, clicked, you know, I I clicked some accounts, you know? Yeah. Just to check them out. Just to scope them. And And there's, I got to tell you, there are some people who were like, they talk about you like, Oh, it's Claire again. Oh my and god! Like, like Clippers fans. <laughs> no way. Yeah, they like oh Claire, and not even tagging you. Looks like Claire just gave us another reason to hate her. I think oh, so they were quoting your tweet. That's everything. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, or, I see. You know, I see yeah. what they did there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they have a whole community of people who are who are Claire haters because of your, I your mean, Clipper sticks. I think that's flattering. Yeah, it's pretty. Fl- I'm jealous. I'm like, wait. So you're telling me you read my Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Thanks. Thanks um, for tuning in and uh, contributing to, you know, like every eyeball that's on this stuff eventually yeah. will end up in a dollar sign for me. So that's it's great. It's just really weird to care this much um, 
and to 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 like really want to defend somebody who and this is what i tweeted i was like to defend somebody who really does not give a fuck about you like just straight up paul george yeah if, if you just collapsed today he wouldn't he know wouldn't, he wouldn't know or care he wouldn't know or care and it's at weird. all so not only were they obviously on your page saying some of the most deplorable shit i mm -hmm. i was of course reading them because i like getting uh angry uh, <laughs> right I, I actually no longer enjoy getting angry and so instead of reading them i do not read them yeah, you, you, you did the right thing because i was like hot i was like okay this is not great um but yeah it, so it was it was really bizarre and i was like I, I tweeted something like all these like kids with no faces <laughs> you know like zero like faces amongst any of them amorphous blobs of anger Fully amorphous uh <laughs> you know standing paul george or whatever and then yeah. they were on my page commenting and i'm like you still don't have a face pic <laughs> <laughs> how are you just gonna be exactly what i said you were that's the one thing i do feel a little bit bad about is that when my friends you know come to my defense which is very nice and noble of you um then they just of of turn their frustration and anger towards them you know and it's like yeah. i kind of feel bad about that but yeah, yeah i mean i think it's fine. just sort of the nature of the beast is that if you are a woman on the internet with an opinion about anything you're gonna mm -hmm. anger a lot of men yeah. and especially if those opinions are related to sports mm -hmm. um sports or politics it feels like are very polarizing on the internet mm -hmm. and for better or for worse those are like the two things that i'm interested in talking about 90 percent of the time mm -hmm. yeah, so of i kind of just signed up for um and you know that's sort of like the long and short of it for me is like i understand that i have a occasionally controversial opinions i understand that not everyone's gonna love me or fuck with what i have to say mm -hmm. and i'm totally cool with signing up for that but like calling me a dumb slut because mm -hmm. i don't like paul george do you know what i mean it's just like yeah. can we can we yeah engage in in disagreement in a way that doesn't just try and totally dehumanize me like yeah. And the answer is no that's, for many, that's what many I said. men. <laughs> Somebody was on my my page being like, "Don't don't you know play the fool? Like don't try to make it one sided." She uh, you know came for him, and then her fans started attacking Paul George. And I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all right." This doesn't um, check out. <laughs> yeah, it's like one's a multimillionaire, um, and then her fans started attacking Paul George, and I went, "Oh, so that's the justification for calling her a slut?" Got it. <laughs> right. You know, like, totally. Cool, that, that adds up totally. secondarily i meant to say this earlier mm -hmm. um it's i don't i don't actually give a fuck if paul george and carl anthony towns are friends you probably shouldn't do it um on anyway. a public forum yeah period just, just straight don't, up you just probably don't do that do, shouldn't have said it right it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's an inside joke and then i guess it's related to that doesn't sound particularly funny nope not funny even if it's an inside joke i don't think he even nailed it also like all of the, all the people who are like it's an inside joke i'm like okay if it is an inside joke you would be the last person to know about it like mm -hmm. paul george fan yeah. three seven 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 four two five from yeah. fucking inland empire you'd be the last person to know about whatever inside jokes carl anthony towns and paul george have amongst themselves yeah exactly um so overall twitter is a a hellhole and i question why i'm on that app all the time yeah um it made me it, question why i was on yeah i was like what it's so toxic but it was interesting to me because <laughs> i tweeted eventually i was just like by the way like if you're threatening me with violence because there were a few yeah 
um, my mom <laughs> brought them to my attention. I was like, can you oh, just not wow. tell me about these, mom, actually? Because I'm yeah. trying to just not look. But I was like, um, if I'm like, if you're threatening me with violence because I said I don't like Paul George, you are the biggest nerd ever. <laughs> and like a couple people responded to that. And this one guy was like, OK, it's fucked up that people are threatening you like to hurt you and like Period. i don't condone that but <laughs> you shouldn't have come for and i'm like there no like just end it just, just end, end it there that's where the sentence should end that's it's it. fucked up that people are threatening to hurt you about this period okay the there, there that's it is the end of my tweet i'll be on my way now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was it was a weird a weird week and uh it, it definitely didn't make me not want to have opinions about things um right. i feel Which is what they want yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like I've I've probably tweeted like five more controversial things <laughs> since then. But it did make me every time something like this happens, it makes me feel a little bit less hopeful about the future of humanity. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm just like, there's a lot of people out there who are just awful. Yeah. And yeah. like so angry at the world and like so like just yeah like just foaming at the mouth it's like <laughs> jesus like do you imagine? ever think about that like when you're driving right like because sometimes because this has been in my mind since since that happened last week and it's like these people are driving cars on the highway they're like in yeah. the grocery store with me they're like you know what i mean these like yeah. crazy people who say oh, like abhorrent violent misogynistic things to strangers on the internet they're like at a stop sign with you you know yeah. like it's just wild I don't, it's wild to know that about the world um, it it literally actually made me in a in a weird way feel better about myself because I was like <laughs> oh these people are rotten you know what I'm saying I was like you know and like I don't actually flaws, feel as but... guilty for that time I shoplifted from Target yeah, and by exactly, time I like mean times kind of plural like, yeah oh, all right whatever <laughs> <laughs> I mean as long as we're airing it out um, yeah. yeah no it it definitely it does make you realize that like everything that you've done that felt bad or shitty like probably mm. in the context of what it could have been is maybe not so bad yeah you're like oh i didn't text back oh my god oh shit well <laughs> but meanwhile, did i they're call like, a strange woman to... a slut today <laughs> no yeah, exactly once um, again please just put up a picture of your face i, I want to be able to make fun of your face exactly. that's all i'm put asking your face in up return there so i can fucking drag you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I can like your supreme hoodie or whatever the fuck you wear. Although I honestly am at a point where, you know, the second like I told you, I've told you this many times in the past. The second a tweet gets any level of engagement, I mute it instantly. Mm. So I actually yeah. I see very little of the of the hateful things that come towards me. Though the way that I find out about them mm. is that my friends will DM me and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You're dealing with all this shit. It's so crazy right now. And I'm like, oh shit, there must be a lot of yeah. like trolls on my Twitter right now. <laughs> um, so ignorance is bliss is, is what I mean to say. That is the, the healthy way to do it. Absolutely. I The brief moments when I've had internet comments about me, like when I did the Doc Martens thing or whatever, mm -hmm. I tried to read some of them and I was like, well, that was awful for my mental health. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's not healthy. That was this terrible. one guy went on my Instagram. I had my Instagram story and I was like, I deleted the Twitter app from my phone today and well, whatever. I saw that. I yeah, saw he screenshot that mm -hmm. and tweeted it at me with a new caption on it that said, I re-downloaded Twitter and I'm back here saying dumb shit again or like whatever. And I, mm -hmm. just, I was like, please get a hobby. Please, yeah. I beg of you. I mean, that took more than 30 seconds to make. 
He literally you had to like, go oh, to my I Instagram, watch my entire story. Like, Photoshop. I'm just concerned. I'm concerned for people's mental health. And I'm not saying that to be facetious. Like, it's really alarming, actually. Um, but all that is to say that um, I really hope that if any of you are listening to this, that you seek help. Um, professional listening. help, ideally, if it's yeah. available to you, if yeah. it's within your financial um realm of possibility otherwise just reach out to a friend a mentor um a mm. member of the clergy yeah whoever's available to you to talk Gay through uncle. the issues the deep deep childhood trauma that is creating <laughs> such a shit storm on the internet make no mistake you are broken you are <laughs> broken inside and perhaps you are not well perhaps irreparably but there's really no way of finding out until you go and you seek that start. help you gotta start you gotta start. You gotta take, you, you know, it's, it starts with a single step. A journey starts <laughs> with a single step. That's, that's something that you might see in, on a poster in a therapist's office, which is where you belong. So you belong I hope there. that <laughs> you should be buried there. You should Peace. absolutely live at that therapist's office. <laughs> eat your, eat three meals a day there. Yeah. Just work it out. Work it out. Also get outside, um, pick up a yeah. hobby, pick up a basketball, pick up a wiffle ball, pick up, yeah. you know, um, knitting, Whatever it is that speaks to you, um, I really hope that you find it. And yeah. good luck. Okay, so next topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of people saying dumb shit on the internet. Hell yeah. Uh, Draymond is at it again. It feels like, you know, <laughs> you know those like apps that people do for smoking cigarettes or drinking or whatever. Mm. And it's like, you know, one day without or like, and they have to yeah. reset it. It's like zero. Okay, so now it's zero days without Draymond saying something dumb. We got to reset. Exactly. We had to reset the Draymond <laughs> meter. accident counter. Yeah. God damn it. Zero days. Um, you know, it was like we got so far. I think we got to what, like nine or ten days or something since he said that the women in the WNBA should just ask for help. And that's why they're not. Um, they should just demand more. Great call. Right. Wow. Um, they, did, so they actually haven't been doing that at all. No. They, they're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I've just been sitting here waiting for something good to happen. Oh, thank you, Draymond. Such a great idea. Um, but so this is what he said uh, a few days ago. He was on Kevin Durant's podcast, which is like, it feels like Kevin Durant's podcast is a hotbed for people saying dumb shit. I mean, mm. we have the Kyrie, uh, you know, quotes from that where he was shitting on LeBron. And now Draymond says, quote, they in, uh, regarding younger players they soft as hell i found myself trying to talk shit to some of these young dudes that won't talk and they're like trying to be a friend that's what these young dudes do nowadays i don't understand it yeah wow that sounds awful um Men suck i really just like <laughs> wow i can't imagine something more offensive than someone trying to befriend me in my line of work <laughs> that sounds it's disgusting that is a, once again a mentally unwell <laughs> thing to say yeah seek help seems to be maybe the theme of the show today yeah. um someone's trying to be my friend what an idiot i mean honestly that that is a symptom of self-hate <laughs> like yeah. if you think that everyone who wants to be your friend is mistaken and wrong <laughs> um that aren't seems you, like a personal problem aren't you on kd's podcast is he not your friend right on a different team? <laughs> On a different I'm sorry. team? Uh, let me let me clarify. You play for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. And Kevin Durant, to my knowledge, no does longer not. does play yeah. for the Golden State Warriors at yeah. this juncture in history. He famously left. Yeah. He famously left. It was actually a big <laughs> news story. 
Yeah. People talked about it for a long yeah, time. Once or twice people did mention but it. But here you are, Draymond, mm-hmm. on his podcast. One yeah. could even say a friendly gesture. <laughs> one, one might even go so far as to assume that you are friends. I would assume that they're friends. I think that's a fair assumption. I'm getting mixed signals. I really am. And I don't know how to do, up is down. You it's know almost saying? as if he's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just saying stuff. It's almost as if he's just saying stuff to say it. Um, I, I mean, we've both, I'm sure, heard that a million times. We've heard this a million times. Young people are the, They're you so know, soft. The game is, is so soft. soft. So soft. But everyone was saying that about your, like, about Draymond when he was personally, you know, like about his, you know, era or whatever. And it's by just everyone, thing you that, mean Shaq. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, I'm, I'm talking about Shaq. <laughs> We're it's just the thing Shaq. that old people say. Stop right. trying to age yourself. It's over. Right. Like, you don't, you don't have to do this. You need like, to put, the, put in the order for your Viagra prescription the <laughs> moment that you start saying that the game has gotten too soft. If the game soft. has gotten too soft in your estimation, then guess what? So have you. Yeah. Quite literally. Put in that, put in that Viagra prescription, <laughs> my guy. Oh, my God. I missed that. I didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, I guess he should go out and knife some people on the right? court. Just a, you know what I hate about modern day basketball? <laughs> we don't just fucking murk each other anymore. Not enough bloodshed. Not enough bloodshed. Literally. No. There's not enough bloodshed. I was trying to talk shit and they wouldn't talk shit, shit back. They were like respecting me. <laughs> they were like respecting me and trying and telling me that they grew up admiring me <laughs> and like, well, you know, admired my, my play historically. It was, it was absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, thoughts and prayers to Draymond for having to deal with that. Um, yeah, that sounds tough, awful. Tough Tough stuff. Speedy recovery. (laughs) Sending you uh, proverbial flowers. Love and light. Yeah. Love and light. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. Um, Okay. Uh, Speaking of Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the Lakers beat the brakes off the nets the other night, even though the Lakers were still without Braun and AD. um, And even though the Brooklyn Nets, even according to me and you, are the team to beat. In the finals, the Lakers beat them 126 to 101. Wow. Blew them the fuck out. Blew them the fuck out. Um, Kyrie got ejected. Schroeder got ejected. But mm-hmm. KD was there. Um, James Harden was, was not playing, but KD was fully there. And he's mm-hmm. back and allegedly healthy. And yeah, it wasn't... It was. They didn't just beat him. They blew them out. And that yeah. surprised the fuck out of me. <laughs> I did not see... That was a plot twist I did not see coming. Yeah, I avoided the all. game. I was like, I can't watch this. I was like, oh, I literally like checked the standings. It was a was scheduled like, loss. Like in their schedule, yeah. you're like, okay, that's going to be a loss. Yeah. <laughs> they could. This should have counted for two wins. It was that unexpected. Right. Oh, it absolutely counts THT for two wins. THT looked like Michael fucking Jordan. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is happening today? Um, oh, man. I saw um, like a... Matt Lamore looking great. Yeah. He was... He had five threes, I believe. He was like shooting lights out from three. But no, I saw a post, I think it was on Instagram, where it was like um, THT on the bench talking to AD and LeBron and uh, like just kind of leaning, leaning over their chairs, like getting advice from him at like, I don't know, like halftime or something like Mm -hmm. that. And the the caption was like he got next, and I was like, all right, let's let's all let's right. pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's space slow jam down. three tht. I don't know. I don't know if he, it's like he's in the Anthony Davis, LeBron James echelon quite yet. <laughs> I know we love him. I know we love him. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't trade him. But yeah, no, same. But yeah, that makes me feel a lot more confident. I know it's just one regular season game. I know Kyrie got ejected. I know James Harden got ejected. Like those are obviously 
you know, big losses for them. But the, the thing that's supposed to be so scary about the Nets is that even if you don't have one or two of the big three, it's still right. a really deep team. And to my knowledge, like, like Griffin was available, like LaMarcus Aldridge, who's supposed to have turned a new leaf in Brooklyn was available. So I don't know what's what, what it teaches you is not that they are bad. I don't think that's not the lesson to be, to be gained from it, but it is a lesson that they are beatable. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I did good. not think was the case. Which is good because it's not like Kyrie was injured. He was ejected, right? So, yeah. like, that is what we've always said about Kyrie, right? What? Is that he has, like, a hot temper. Oh, yeah. And he's susceptible to letting it get the best of him. Yeah. And the weirdest Twitter on earth. And the weirdest Twitter on earth. What is the format of the way those tweets are? Bullet he, points? It's weird because we. I remember, like, a year ago, we were like, he's, like, definitely has... Kanye West vibes and mm-hmm. ever since then the Kanye vibes have gotten so much stronger Ugh, it's exhausting it's the smartest yeah. person in the room everywhere he goes what a genius the fucked up thing about Kyrie is he is really smart mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's like if you if he didn't feel the need to be so like proselytizing about it like mm-hmm. he I think he makes a lot of good points you know what I mean and I think he 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 made good, really good points about the bubble before they did the bubble like you know, I mean, I think he, he for every 10 batshit things he says, there's at least one or two of them that are totally founded and like yeah. make a lot of sense. But it's just couched in the most the least palatable, yeah. like most obnoxious it's like holier than that package. Like, why? Yeah. You know? Why? I don't know. Um, like LeBron is smart, but he doesn't make you feel bad. No, he just tweets. He just tweets exclusively in dad joke now. <laughs> He like, oh my god! His captions of his Instagram are just always like, um, like you know the meme where people make fun of people that talk like that, and it's like an emoji like every other word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a joke. He does that completely earnestly with absolutely no self awareness and like no sarcasm at all. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel. Like with a, if LeBron and AD both come back healthy, I feel I feel good. I feel yeah. less panicky. It's possible. I can't wait. I cannot. We wait. We believe. We believe. Please give us that final series. We I need. need it. I need that to happen. I need and I need the Lakers to actually face the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals or something. I need and them to beat the brakes off the Clippers. To beat the brakes off. The- I need them now, now, hashtag now more than ever. I need them (laughs) to beat the brakes off the Clippers for my personal vendetta. Like I was watching the Clippers the other night. I forget who they were playing, Um, but I was watching them and I like, I'll never look at Paul George the same way again after this shit. (laughs) I know he didn't even have anything to do with it. Like he doesn't know who I am. Like he had nothing probably. I mean, he had nothing to do with like any of the shit show that was my mentions, Mm -hmm. but I can never look at him the same again. I'm like God. I have so much emotional baggage attached to you now. My God, well, I already was, you know, you know, on on that hate train a little bit, mm-hmm. but now it's really picking up steam. Chug it, chug it, chug it. Okay. Um, okay. And so yeah, I feel I feel good moving forward. Lakers in nine. <laughs> Lakers in nine. Lakers in yeah. a solid ten point two five. Yeah, games. ten point two after the second quarter of the eleventh game of the eleventh game. We've got this in the back. It's good. Um, so, you know, the fan base that has been through more than maybe any other fan base in basketball, I'm talking about Timberwolves fans, they finally caught a break. Yeah. I think. Question maybe. mark. Possibly. A-Rod 
Uh, you might know him from roiding in the MLB um, or being on television yeah. he, or or being engaged to Jennifer Lopez and cheating on her with a reality TV star. Oh, um, wow. oh really? Yeah, he cheated on her with some alleg- allegedly. Not surprising. Uh, with some but... girl from Southern Hospitality, which I didn't even know that that was a show until I read the article about how A-Rod cheated on J-Lo. But anyway, he's buying yeah. the wolves. Um, I know nothing about what he would or will be like as an owner, but I do know that Glenn Taylor is potentially the worst owner in professional sports. So that's great for the world. Yeah. It can't get worse, really. Knock on wood. But it, I don't really think it can get worse yeah. than what it is right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic uh, because A-Rod, you know, he's played on a lot of teams that were very like, you know, spin, 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 you know, whatever it takes to, to win this title. God, mm-hmm. I'm so old. When he played with Ken Griffey Jr., right? On the fucking Seattle Mariners? Jesus. I don't know enough about baseball to corroborate that. (laughs) I got to be honest. I know very little about baseball. It was a whole thing. I think they had a name, like the whatever brothers. Anyway, um, (laughs) so I'm optimistic. This is funny because I just saw A-Rod on, I just like clicked on a suggested video on YouTube and it was him on SNL with Charles Barkley and Keenan Thompson or whatever. What um, a weird selection of people. Yeah, I was just chuckling because he was so bad. Like, he can't like, move his face how do you act when you can't face. move your face and his teeth are massive or something like that um, he's had a lot of work done yeah no i mean no plastic surgery shaming but he's had a lot of work done yeah and it doesn't look good i cannot um, confirm or deny the quality of the plastic <laughs> surgery that he's received <laughs> he was outacted by charles barkley and that is saying a lot it's never yeah. a good thing you never want to hear that as an actor <laughs> But, you know, I'm hoping he goes out there and, and, you know, spins, spins, spins. The the toughest thing is that nobody wants to be in Minnesota. Right. It's freezing. It's it's a lovely place. It's freezing and they have, they're the least, like, they're like the least winningest franchise in the NBA. Yeah. So, you know, not only is it freezing, but also it's, it's not like it's like, I don't know, like Toronto or somewhere like that, where it's like, yeah, you probably don't really want to move there, but they did just win a championship and they have a really competent, you know, owner and a GM and a good Mm -hmm. coach. And, you know, they've got everything going for them. Minnesota's just like, uh, taxes are cheap here. Uh, (laughs) you can get a really enormous house in the suburbs for very little. Yeah. My friend just bought a house. Yeah. And you can, you can, well, there's no sales tax on like clothing, right? There's like Mm -mm. none. Yeah. That's pretty cool. None at all. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, and you're already a millionaire, so what does the tax matter? Right on, on the t-shirt. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to draft. Continue to draft well. I mean, they're they're very likely to get a top three. Their pick mm. is protected if it's they're in the top three. I think this coming year, and that's very likely to happen, barring you know tragedy, because they're so bad. I mean, we've talked about this before, but the Rockets lost twenty games in a row, and they still weren't as bad as the Timberwolves record so that kind of tells you all you need to know but I really do I'm hopeful for the future I think the most important foundational thing honestly for any team in the NBA to be have a bright future and to be good is to have good ownership like if you have a bad owner it's so difficult to be anything more than like at best mediocre um and uh, you know, so I mean, I th- I feel hopeful for them. I think it's it's a step in the right direction, and I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, getting rid of Glenn Taylor was like the first. I mean, the, it was necessary. It was like the necessary first step towards being irrelevant and be a team. Healing, you know. Towards healing. 
Yeah, I, I just always want them to be more like the Thunder. I feel like the Thunder, you know, I've been through some rebuilds in my in my time caring about the NBA. Mm-hmm. And um, they're always exciting. I'm always like, oh, okay, you know, they're losing, but they're losing good. You know, they're having a, <laughs> there's some signs of, of hope or whatever. Timberwolves, it's like, I can't do it. I it's brutal. I, I, I want to watch because I lived in Minneapolis, as you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just can't stomach it. I think of my friends who are like beat writers and stuff for the Timberwolves and I'm just like that just seems like such a difficult job to like try and make that exciting and interesting and engaging and um, that that's like got to be one of the hardest jobs in sports is to yeah. be a Timberwolves beat writer and you know honest like not no sarcasm salute and hats off to everyone who does it because it's not easy. Um, so the WNBA got new jerseys this week and some of them are fucking dope. I'm yeah. so happy because it's so overdue that WNBA got like, you know, a rebrand and like cool new jerseys and stuff because famously like, you know, the NBA has had a lot more. I mean, that's a whole other can of worms, just the amount of support and funding. But like even yeah. just as far as uniforms go, like it's been a long time since uh, WNBA uh, jerseys have gotten a refresh so uniforms have gotten a refresh so this is really cool my personal favorite speaking of minnesota basketball i love the rebel edition jerseys yeah. for the links because they're like first avenue referencing first avenue for those of you who are uninitiated into minneapolis is like a really cool very historic rock and roll club um in minneapolis and it's a spin-off on their uh, exterior and like their whole branding and logo is like the Lynx jersey so it's really cool but a lot of them are really cool I thought and I was yeah. good for them uh, the Indiana Fever Rebel one is like a Stranger Things thing and so sick really cool yeah like, like a lot of them are super super cool I wasn't thrilled with the um, the Mercury ones didn't love them which is yeah. too bad because obviously like diana trossi plays for the mercury and so it's like that would probably be the sellingest jersey i would imagine in the mm-hmm. w because she's you know um the goat i most people would agree yeah. um but yeah but there's some really really cool ones i mean the the fucking sparks ones are gr- like awesome like yeah. cool like kind of retro 70s so vibes good. um i'm definitely gonna have to cop some some merch these are great you're like no notes these are great (laughs) 10 out of 10 would buy (laughs) i mean i was i mean there's like a couple that maybe aren't my faves yeah like the dallas wings i'm like "Hmm." you're like yeah take it or leave it (laughs) the chicago one um i'm i'm like was like kind of on the fence about the the more weird one one. yeah i was a big big fan of that one the pinstripes yeah it just kind of made me feel things about chicago you oh know? yeah well that's your home i was like oh tall like the you know the sort of lines i'm I'm seeing on the jersey i'm taking is the tall buildings you know the skyline yeah that's one. what they said in their press release okay so. maybe i'm just not the target market i mean there's <laughs> they're for the towns that they you know are from so yeah. if you as a chicago what is it what do you call someone from chicago chicago chicagoan chicagoan if you as a chicagoan are if it resonates for you then it did its job you yeah. know it worked um <laughs> you shed one single tear. Yeah, I shed um I shed a single tear uh, when I saw the jersey. It's very <laughs> emotional, but you know it's sort of interesting now being in Lo- in Los Angeles. I have sort of a yeah. Are you a sp- to root for the Sparks now, or how does that work? Yeah, I'm a huge Sparks fan. <laughs> Die hard. <laughs> Go to every game. I go to every um, game. Uh, well, I, a thing. Speaking of Los Angeles, the thing that's a little bit unique to this city, I guess, and maybe New York. Uh, as far as other cities in the United States, this might happen is celebrity sightings. Mm-hmm. 
And I was at, I got happy hour in real life for the first time in, you know, a year and a half or however long. And I, we were seated across from Matthew Perry of all people. Yeah. And it was at, should I not, should I blow up the spot? I don't know. Like maybe he likes to go there. I don't want to like, it was a bar in Echo Park, which was surprising because Echo Park is not like a super celebrity hotspot. It's pretty, pretty low key East, East side LA vibes. But, um, I, it made me think about all the weird celebrity sightings I've had in LA and like what the weirdest ones were. What is your weirdest celebrity run in since you've moved to Los Angeles? Yeah, I've had some strange ones. Uh, Jesse McCartney once cut me in line. Wait, he um, cut you in line intentionally? In line. Yeah, I was like in line oh, for fuck. some VR thing and he just, him and Ryan Cabrera. Oh my God, yeah. I remember Ryan Cabrera because yeah, he dated Ashley Simpson. That was a whole thing. Yeah, they both cut me. Um, and then I've also, uh, my first week in LA, I saw John Hamm at UCB, just standing outside. This smoking. is the bane of my fucking existence. <laughs> everyone I know, John Hamm is my number one all time celebrity crush. Yeah. And everyone I know in LA, and I'm not being hyperbolic, <laughs> I, I would be hard pressed to find someone in LA who has not seen him somewhere, especially yeah. people who live on the east side, because that's where he lives. My I have been week. here at four years, <laughs> and I have never seen him. It's not yeah. fair, Tolliver. He's my <laughs> celebrity crush. Why can't I run into him yeah. at Little Dom's in Los Feliz? Okay. <laughs> why can't Why can't I run into He's him at UCB? Yeah. Um. I okay. I also. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Like it's not fair. It's I not fair. I once covered a like um. I think it was Maxim. It was one of those like men's magazine things. Mm-hmm. And I w- covered the event or whatever. It was a huge party. Terrible. But I was like powerfully hungover like just so hungover <laughs> at this party hungover with the force of a thousand suns just so hungover <laughs> and i was like okay well i'm going to the bathroom now to vomit and i and i and i'm like just really not doing great walking 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 speed walking and i made direct eye contact with rita aura and then kept going <laughs> like, oh man and you're like, like get out of my way rita aura i couldn't have felt worse and i was like oh it's rita aura and then, and then you like and then you stumble into the bathroom you're like, oh shit, there's Redora. And then you, you just puked my fucking like, face off. I, like two days into living in LA, I saw Ron Jeremy in the parking lot of Avon's looking like absolute shit. <laughs> and I was just like, this checks out. Yeah, no um, surprises there. I'm because I'm not I'm not trying to think of the biggest celebrity things. I'm trying to think of the weirdest celebrity. Yeah, that one was weird. That's a weird sure. one. Yeah. Um Let's see. Yeah, John Hamm wasn't really that weird, I guess. Yeah. That was pretty natural. Okay, this one isn't weird, but this is my best celebrity story in LA, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I might have told you this story, but yeah. the time that I met Ryan Gosling at Lassen's in Los Feliz, I've told you the story? Uh, I'm not sure. All right, so yeah. I was coming home from the studio, uh, like, pretty late, and I had a really intense craving for those yogurt-covered almonds. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, so fucking absolutely. good. And so I was like, oh, Lassen's is open till 11, and they're like a, you know, natural food grocery store. They'll have them. So not not that there's anything natural about yogurt covered almonds. They're like completely horrible for you. They're masquerading as like a vaguely healthy snack, but they're not. But so it's a, the the Lassen's and Los Feliz, uh, it's a little natural food store. It's the smallest Lassen's in existence. It's fucking tiny. It's like the size of a bodega. I didn't even know it was there. I thought there was only You one. wouldn't because it's Echo. like a thumb print. It's so, so small. Um, it's like the size of a parking lot. It really is. It's like so tiny. Uh, yeah. And speaking of parking lot, their their parking lot has enough room for, I'm not exaggerating, six cars. 
It's wow. so It's like a bodega. It's like a very overpriced natural foods bodega. Yeah. And so it was only me, my car, and one other car in the parking lot. It was like a really nice Range Rover. And I was like, okay, whoever else is here has money. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I walk in and immediately, like, almost bump into this guy. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And, like, look up and it's Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. That's my well, my first thought was, damn, that guy's hot. Yeah. And right. then my second thought was, damn, that guy's hot because he's Ryan Gosling. Holy shit. <laughs> um, and he looks even better in person, I gotta say. I, I got I got it. I gotta I gotta be real with you. Yeah. <laughs> he's Please somehow more handsome in person. <laughs> um good job, Eva Mendez. I mean, good job, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Eva Mendez is also like gorgeous. But yeah, so it was like such a romantic comedy moment because we both had carts. Why did I have a cart? When I was just getting yogurt covered almonds, I don't know. I was really tired and out of it. And our carts kept like bumping into each other because the aisles are so small. So it was like a totally like meet cute moment, right? Because we like keep having to dodge each other in the aisles. Like we're laughing about it because it keeps happening. There's this tiny store and we're like the only two people there. The only other person who's there is like checking out with like a bajillion items the whole time we're there. It's like that's how many things she was buying. Right. And so we're waiting in line for the one cashier and of course it's just me and ryan gosling waiting in line at the same time because that's just the way it worked out and i look down he's wearing red wing like vintage 70s red wing boots that i happen to own and i was like that's so random like this is like a really weird pair of shoes so i was like oh like vintage red wings like i have the same pair and he's like oh really i love these shoes like they're my favorite shoes i wear them all the time they're so comfortable and like we started talking we're like chatting chatting this lady's still paying for all her items somehow like this is what i don't understand about this story i swear to god it was the same lady at the cashier the whole experience and somehow it still left me enough time to like have an entire conversation with ryan gossing but then it was like she was done and he was like like oh you go ahead you just have a like one thing (laughs) and i mean i picked up a couple other things while i was there but it was like clear that i had only gone for candy and his cart is like overflowing with like a bounty of like eight different kinds of kale and strawberries and like every he's shopping for you know a family of four him and eva mendez and their children you know Mm. so like it was just really funny because he's like, oh, no, you pathetic piece of shit with one thing. Like, you go buy your <laughs> oh, candy. You're it's gonna t- It's going to take me a minute to get through all of this and, like, innumerable different types of healthy vegetables and things that I'm buying to provide for my family. Yeah, my family um, who loves me. My family who loves me and definitely I'm not divorced from, which you were wondering this whole time. Um <laughs> Definitely still with Eva Mendes as evidenced by the amount of food that I'm buying right now. Um, Yeah. And then that was it. And I never uh, saw him again, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Goes without saying. But when I got home, I Googled him because I was like, was that? You know, every time you see a celebrity, you're like, am I 100% sure? Not only does he live in the neighborhood, but literally the first picture on Google was like a paparazzi photo, a semi-recent paparazzi. Same exact outfit. (laughs) same hat same jacket same boots that we talked about forever yeah um and that was like again really early on in me moving to la i would say within the first six months of me moving here Mm -hmm. it 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 did not it was false advertising for what it was going to be like to live here you don't run into super hot celebrities at the grocery store and just start talking about whatever with them shooting the shit on a regular basis that's not a thing yeah i guess i mean pandemic obviously has put a, a freeze on you know seeing celebs as often but they must be it loving happen. it with the fucking map i mean like they get yeah. to be anonymous oh, yeah they're eating it up 
I'm sure. That's what makes me laugh when I see paparazzi photos of of uh, celebrities now, like leaving restaurants or you know whatever, and they don't have masks on. I'm like, you really want to be seen. Because yeah, you, you have such yeah. an easy out to just wear the mask and be left the fuck alone and no one would ever know it was you. But you're so horny to get your picture taken <laughs> that you're like, I will risk it all. <laughs> I will I, to be honest, raw dog the air in a pandemic <laughs> just to get my fucking picture taken. I wouldn't I wouldn't go maskless, but I, I, I would absolutely be the person who's horny to get my picture taken, which is probably why I'm not famous. Um, <laughs> you can but, smell the desperation from a mile yeah, away. Exactly. They're like, never mind. Um, like, oh, not that guy. He's been begging us to take his picture for much. years. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Um, I saw, you know, um, I think Tunde Adebimpe from TV on the radio. Oh, yeah, I've met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. cool. First off, hot. Second, um, <laughs> He was at, he played um, Hollywood, the Hollywood Bowl. And then he was at some bar across the street after he's like walked in. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sad that so many of, so much of my talking on this podcast about me being drunk, but (laughs) it was something to maybe unpack in therapy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I have, I'm working on it, but I walked, walked up to him drunk and I just did the thing that you're not supposed to do. I went, I love you. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. So we can never be friends. Yeah, no. If you um, ever become friends with somebody that's in like a band or a project that you like, you have to pretend like you've never heard of it exactly. and that you don't yep. know. That's the um, the rule. I I hooked up with Reggie Watts' neighbor, who is that is the most clout chasey sentence that's ever he, been uttered. Who ever. is sixty? Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, true story. Um, I could do these a long time now that. I- yeah, I think we should probably call it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can't breathe. Um, Oliver is going to, it's going to be like those songs that it fades out at the end. And so it just feels like the song goes on forever. Like Tolliver, it's like hours later and Tolliver's still regaling stories of like weird, like two degrees separated celebrity (laughs) encounters. (laughs) Oh man. Amazing. I slept with Reggie Watts' 60 year old neighbor legitimately (laughs) sounds like a Mad Libs. Like that's not a real (laughs) sentence. That is not a real sentence that anyone would say. I got there and he was like, you remind me of my neighbor. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, Reggie Watts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I see that. (laughs) (laughs) My God. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, it's been it's been real. It's been great. Um, It's been. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) 